three. Welcome to the Wrestler Review. Dylan got interrupted my load discussion to start this podcast because he has to be a father like a little bitch this is the last episode i'll ever do with dylan got see you next yes. week when it's the john hastings review with wrestlers marty Janetti and i will review uh people he's related to and their <laughs> i'm gonna relate my stepsister and let me tell you this the relate the review is 69 out of 10 yo i give it oh i give it i give this hot bitch five ninja stars a black guy sold me by a doc Ooh, yeah. I, I guarantee Marty Janetti watches so much porn, he's the reason the algorithm switched towards step siblings. <laughs> <laughs> For those like, of you yeah, who don't have the video, that joke day. was so good, my headphones flew off. <laughs> oh, whoa. That's the new spit take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. I got big earmuff headphones, too. I was thinking about how stupid people look now, no offense, or how that's not not stupid. But like how that's not a thing anymore. And in three years, everyone will just be wearing them again. Do you know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. And I don't like ear like I don't like those Bluetooth oh, earbuds. 100%. You can't lend these to anyone a and B like I I lost one. Yep. I got it back at my mom's. But then I had to take a picture of it. Like I had to be like, they look like this mom. And there was so much wax in it. That's the only picture I've ever taken and deleted in my phone. Or it's like if yeah. someone finds this, then I'm just going to be put in jail. Yeah, you can't exactly. Clean. Yeah, they're like, what's with this? Did you remove and then uh, concrete a dog's asshole? That's what this looks <laughs> like. And and then Dylan will have to say, I did, but that's not what the photo is. Speaking of a dog's we're not, asshole, we're going to talk, talk about, about Dustin, Dustin, Dusty, Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. All right. Hot take, Dylan. I just read the mm -hmm. research fresh. I was watching uh, Cocaine Cowboys 2, the Ooh. story of two guides with a speedboat. Guys, it's official. The 80s were not that cool, and that documentary makes it seem like they're like, hey, they were nice guys, but just drug dealers. Oh, by the way, they kept just blowing up people's cars. Anyway, listen, <laughs> Dusty Rhodes was not disrespected by Vince McMahon. I was reading it and going, Thank you. the internet didn't exist. No one watching the WWF was aware who this tubby fuck was. Mm -hmm. And even if you watch Wrestle, that's the best Dusty ever was. Because Dusty in the NWA, A, was competing with Ric Flair. B, was the level of ego of cocaine with no cocaine. And then he gets to the WWF, and it's like, you can just relax. We'll pay you money, and you can dance and hang out with a black woman. And he was like, baby, all I ever wanted. Ha! Who yeah. wants the club As you can see, as a tribute to Kevin Nash, I'm holding a microphone like him now. Thank I you I really like much. that, by the way. I really enjoy it. Look at the it. adjective. Suck. Yeah. Check the adjective. Come. <laughs> Check the adjective running. That's an adjective <laughs> now. I love Kevin Nash. Anyway, Dusty Rhodes exactly. They all right. So he comes into the WWF as the common man. He does all those common man vignettes. Also, those are very close to my heart because I had a VHS that had all of the common man VH of those oh, on it. And for acting boy. school, I did. We had an acting class as part of my college course, and I did the. What did you uh, study in college? What did you study in college? Comedy, and oh, the guy was very failed. upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they 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 grade you ten years in. <laughs> so like, actually, it turns out we're rescinding your diploma. Yeah, give give us back your diploma, sir. <laughs> No. All the people that went into production have so much more money than all the people that stayed in comedy. It's great. Yeah, but what's funny about that is all the people went into production are still as angry as if they stayed <laughs> in comedy. It just accept your own death, and then you'll be fine. Uh, what was it? Uh, 
though I did the one where he's uh where he's shoveling horse shit. Doo doo is good for me and doo doo is good for you. Hey, <laughs> aren't you? Um, that's part of I it where he's, he smells shit and he's loves the smell of shit. I think we all need to talk about that Dusty Rhodes had the greatest theme song in the history of the WWF. He had the greatest theme song in the history of WWF. The polka dots Just were the dumb, common man. but not that Fuck dumb. yeah. It's on my Spotify like songs. I'll have you 100%. all know. 100%. It's like, like the it's amazing. You, know I think we should do a wrestler review of Jim Johnson because he might be the greatest musician of all time with all the fucking straight 100%. up bangers. That's such a, yeah. How many fucking, oh, Dre produced some beats. Dre mm-hmm. can suck my fucking dick. Wait a minute. Was uh, was- 2001, that was a great album by Dr. Dre. Was it all one genre? Okay. Call me when he has 19 different songs, all yeah. completely different. <laughs> Tell me when that Dr. Dre is able to compose music while a man is in a very expensive suit shitting in a garbage can going, I want it to sound like that, Jim. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what represents Bret Hart. And he's like, the shitting and he goes no the courage to shit in front of you jim (laughs) yeah and also like i imagine the way he learned he was supposed to have these songs he just got a letter to his house that said uh songs now and then he just had to guess which wrestlers they were and just make songs songs was spelled with the z and also it included (laughs) a photo of his young child that was just taken from in the, uh, the house. <laughs> yeah, you somehow got it developed in minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we just do the rest of the hour talking about how good that theme song? Like, just just the cowbell. Was, I can't believe I forgot how I for, can't believe forgot how to talk about that. And obviously, Sapphire. All, as we talked about, I didn't give a fuck about the NWA. Nikita mm-hmm. Khrushchev or whatever the fuck is fucking. Yeah, no, name it was Nikita Khrushchev. Magnum TA is dead. Get me the president <laughs> of Russia. All right. Get me the get me the recently disgraced premier of Russia. He's living in his apartments with his wife and he's constantly wearing pajamas under a suit, according to a movie <laughs> I watched. Okay, so we do we I believe we can all get along as boo please yeah. stop booing me. I need boo, you fuck you though I just want everyone to be yeah. friends. Boo Russia uh, it is actually not referred to as Russia. It's a Soviet Union. Russia is one portion of the Soviet Union, and this is why you're all capitalist picture. Geography not... bad. You have to understand booing is cheering in Russia. I am enjoying the praise. <laughs> you would have been um, a great heel in the NWA, just a geography teacher who tried to get oh you to learn God. about other places. Do you know how I, you could bring that? that so off uh, the coast of Cuba is <laughs> thrown like a knife is thrown at him. He's dead. <laughs> but <laughs> here's the fun thing that no one teacher. talks about is... Yep. Everyone is like, oh, the WWA, they're, they're evil. AEW is way, I've like slowly worked on this, is subtly way worse and way more fucking like, if you just like interpret it ever so slightly in that it's like, they are way more insidious in the weird things, depending on how you read it. Like just Kenny Omega with the handlebar mustache right there. I'm like, oh, Basically, they're implying. Well, I'll say this. If you tune into AEW, you're going to see uh, if they're a good guy and they're black, they're losing. And the only guys yep. that win that are black are uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, and he's a heel. Yeah, Although right. he does have overalls now that say Powerhouse on them, which I would pay a lot of money for. If it just, mm. <laughs> it takes a certain size of man to pull that off, but I feel like once you bench 305, they should probably be like, here are your overalls to say Powerhouse. 
Dylan, I would love if I, I'm going to, Dylan and I will be, by the way, doing a comedy show together September 18th in Toronto, Ontario, Canada at Yuck Yucks. Dylan is hosting. I'll be headlining. Ooh, yeah. Call us because we get free tickets because we'll, we don't make any more or less money if no. they fucking, you know, just e- so just email so us. Just if you're email in Toronto, us. We'll put you on yeah. the fucking guest list. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you're a patron like, of our thing and you're in Toronto, then just, yeah, bug us yeah. and. It'll be five bucks to get in the show. <laughs> and then also we'll buy a bunch of beers so you get staff prices. <laughs> yeah, Dylan will buy a bunch I'd of like beers. I'll like a bunch of I'd like Heineken and uh <laughs> what was that? No, this is all for me. Nine separate orders of nachos. That's what I want. Yeah, I would like eleven Heinekens and eleven separate nachos. Dylan, why? And he goes, I don't fucking give a fuck, Teddy. That's not the bartender's name anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will be smoking mad weed in the alley and then only doing jokes about pro wrestling. Here's my opening joke. Hey, kayfabe <laughs> or like fucked her. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. All right. Let's talk more about Dusty Rhodes during his greatest run. So he's not crazy obsessed with spending more money than Ric Flair. He's wearing polka dots, which I never understood why anyone made fun of. He is way more fun of a character. He's a way better of a wrestler because here is where they basically just give him four moves of doom and then he hangs out where it's basically just Dusty Rhodes' moves and I'm including getting in the ring are getting in the ring, walking around a bit, shaking that ass, elbow, 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 weird arm spin, then another elbow back in the back. Oh, and we're dancing to that theme. Most of it is dancing. It's also how Dusty Rhodes should have been kind of booked in the NWA, which is here's a fun part of the show. And I feel like, and I use this term a lot, but I feel like he's an Undertaker type character. He absolutely is. Because it's like, we don't need a belt. This guy just wants to fight and he's, and then they also are like, he loads that elbow pad. How does he do it? And oh, um, I love it. I love it's just everything. exactly Dusty Rhodes because it's, it's not also, big work rate. The NWA wasn't for Dusty Rhodes anymore because it's like Magnum TA and Barry Windham can have their 45 minute match. Dusty Rhodes is just like going to dance a bit, throw an elbow, dance more. All the kids are having fun. Yeah, exactly. What do you? Oh, oh Dusty Rhodes. He needs to be able to go an hour. No, he needs to do 10 minutes. All of that's mm-hmm. dancing mm-hmm. with a Rubenesque black woman named Sapphire. The only time in the history of pro wrestling where it was just two regular portioned people hanging out in the ring. Do you understand how many different opportunities Vince McMahon had to deflect during the steroids trial? How he didn't blow up a million photos of Dusty Rhodes and being like, that guy's not on steroids. Next. Like, do you understand? (laughs) Yeah. Do you understand if, if Sapphire was around, which, by the way, we should explain this. We explain it in the Bad News Brown episode in more detail. Um, But Bad News Brown basically is like oh sapphire was like every black female character on the amos and andy show so it also was a racist thing Vince McMahon oh yeah like it was no. definitely right ra- like i don't think i don't think she ever spoke and i never understood and it's a weird inside of vince mcmahon's head which is like well that's a common man common men hang out with black people like what <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like and also i think it's like also, I just sorry to backtrack in a weird way. I think the Virgil thing only in wrestling would you be like, oh, he's named Virgil and no one gets it. And instead of it being like an inside joke, it's like supposed to be mean. It's like, what's the mean yeah. part is that Virgil's like, well, um, he's a, a heel. Like, is, yeah, no, it's Virgil works for this millionaire. So it's Dusty Rhodes. name works for the Ted DB. Yeah, this is the thing that's it's annoying. Like, and maybe and it's you an can see joke. it influence now is. All like the insight, like you see the amount of different stuff that they're doing in the run up to CM Punk definitely debuting mm-hmm. in AEW. And it's all that similar stuff where it's like, get it? 
we're being subtle and it's like no you're wrestlers there's no subtlety here i like that though not explicitly stating it um you could go back and forth on whether they should have been like hey cm punk's gonna be here for the first show but i mean if he's not that would be we're obviously you probably listening to this unless you pay us money on the sunday um so you know what happened but if they don't produce cm punk Oh boy! I don't know who they could produce. Anything short of like, anything short of John Cena is not on fucking SummerSlam is crazy. I mean, I got uh, that would probably be the, the biggest only one. way they could beat. Even CM if it was Punk Roman Reigns, up? everyone would be like, "Okay, kill this guy. Where's CM Punk?" Yeah, yeah, be, yeah. Okay, give this guy leukemia. Let him die in the ring. We want to watch that. Good. <laughs> also, how amazing is it that everyone was happy that Roman Reigns lost every leukemia every day for thirty I, minutes, I and then they were like. Uh, your gimmick still sucks. <laughs> Dylan, I was running laps in a park yesterday and had to stop because I was laughing because the guy kind of looked like Roman Reigns. And I was like, remember when he had leukemia? He came back for a week and everyone was like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's too scripted. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like mm, Vince McMahon just wants us to like that. Um, I'll tell you how AEW can recover from CM Punk not showing up on Friday. That is if I hear the tap of a cowbell Surprise, Dusty Rhodes had faked his death. He'd been in the back the whole time. I mean, that Do you know be... how fucking awesome that would be? Of just like, please welcome the chick magnet himself. He's just the cut. Co- oh my God. Literally, I wasn't the United there. Center would burn down. Like, what are you talking about? And it's just Dusty Rhodes. He's, hold- he's just holding a sausage. I got a baby. I got a brat, baby. Oh my god! Oh, I want that so bad. Comes in the ring, just the, a flip of the wrist, elbow to Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega dies. Dusty yeah, Rhodes yeah. wins the Kenny AEW Omega championship, dies. and then anime himself. is scrubbed from the planet. Exactly, he scrubs. Kenny he's like, and no one's allowed to watch yeah. Japanese weird porns anymore, baby. And everyone's like, yeah. that's good. Yeah, and then and then Dusty Rhodes makes the entire crowd just watch to the end of Doctor Strange Love, and he's yelling, "But that's just anime, baby. That's just anime." <laughs> uh, so we should talk about his WWE run in more depth. Here it is: he fused with the Twin Towers. He elbow drops at one point. He uh, when Boss Man's a heel, he handcuffs him to the ropes. This was on the VHS, and then puts his hat on and dances, and that's pretty fun. That is pretty great. And uh, and also the part where I don't know of anyone doing this before or it's such an old school thing that no one does anymore. But Dusty Rhodes would literally point his elbow at people and they'd be like, oh, and they just like run in fear. I love how much they get over this. It's weird because you think the Attitude Era was really the only time where it's like everyone's finishing move involved giving their opponent a concussion. Like even now, like what's Dusty Rhodes's move? He touches you with his elbow. Like that's like, yeah, and it is it was way more over than the sky high D'Lo Brown's fucking which he actually killed someone with almost. Yeah, exactly. Me D'Lo Brown. Yeah, we met on a southwest flight and I said that you can't give me the sky high. And he was like, I bet you I can. And I was like, double dare you. And he's like, John, you know, I'm D'Lo Brown. I cannot resist taking someone up on a double dare. And I was like, (laughs) double dare Brown. Yeah, that's what D'Lo stands for. Mm. Yeah, D um, double air low brown. Low so I think it's pretty man. classic. I mean, easy stuff. The how they book him. He comes in, yeah. beats some people, faces the Macho King. Can't beat the Macho King because you're you need something for Savage to do in like basically in between Hogan uh, feuds. And um, 
then he loses to Savage and they do a foray where he eventually obviously leaves because WCW is going to give him a ton of free money, but then they bring in his son and uh, him and Dustin team together. By this point, well, he's he out just, of the polka dots. He's out. Uh, I just want to just stress, like they do have that mixed tag at WrestleMania six, which if you watch Miss Elizabeth coming out and being on the side of Dusty Rhodes is, and it's an opportunity to hear that theme song being played more than one time for an entrance. Let's be all honest. How exciting is that? The crowd reaction to Miss Elizabeth is so amazing because it's essentially that's the un, like it's like the main event is Warrior uh, Hogan, but I would say the like semi main event is that mixed tag. Like the entire crowd is like, holy fucking shit, we get to see this sofa beat cocaine Randy Savage with his gold <laughs> hat. Like this yeah. is so exciting, and that mixed tag, by the way, really really good wrestling from three people in the ring and also Sapphire is there and it is so good. And then missile. And you also, at the end, you get to see dusty Rhodes shake his fat ass. <laughs> so good. Like it's, there was a moment where like Elizabeth's kind of swing Sapphire's kind of swing. And he, I think dusty Rhodes invented twerking in mm. the sky dome in 1990, ladies and gentlemen, 1990. Yes. 1990. Fuck. Yeah. He, is also just an entertainer like this really yeah. is the mover it's like hey go out there and dance and guaranteed vince mcmahon because you remember vince mcmahon booked this guy and essentially saved the viability or helped the viability of bob Backlund's title run and he started booking don't forget dusty Rhodes. really why he was like a major player was he worked in parts in the south and then he worked in new york as well and guaranteed vince mcmahon probably I mean, by all accounts, like he knew he had to give Ric Flair the belt, but Dusty Rhodes, he loved because he was like, okay, this guy's past his prime, but there's still such a great part of the card for this guy. Yeah, Just understands that, how to get over and he gets over immediately because there's no, you don't need to, he is the gimmick and he's so like, he's so much better than everyone visibly immediately. Go for it. Sorry. And I just never understood why people were so fucking obsessed. Especially with when you're three when it happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was four. I love Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. It's also, it's like Dusty Rhodes on WWF television. It's like, hey, your dad's friend is fighting Macho Man. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, the guy who came over to move that sofa one time and smoked, he's in the ring now. Like, that's what it was like. Also, all this stuff of, like, Vince McMahon shamed him. It's like, it's not like he gave him Coco Beware's gimmick. He got to still be the American dream or the common man and then he just he won a bunch of matches and never went near Hogan because it's not like they're going to put Hogan near Dusty Rhodes. It wouldn't make any fucking sense. And also, well, it's also so, Dusty Rhodes would out, probably outperform Hulk Hogan. Like, there's no way. Yeah, out charisma. You, you think you're absolutely correct. Also, there's no I way no say, one at the end of the match where it's like Hogan's doing his like thing he always does. And then Dusty Rhodes is literally somehow inventing crumping and six other dance crazes at the same time. He just starts yeah, yeah, doing yeah. Gongam style way before it. And then everyone's like, OK, well. Yeah, I if like you listen to if you listen to his WWF theme song all the way through, the last two minutes are just Gangnam Style. <laughs> yeah, common yeah, yeah. Man. The common man, Macarena too. Yeah, <laughs> he's just the common man. And then he sings Cotton Eye Here's Joe. A fun fun fact about me: I totally mm -hmm. missed the Gangnam Style craze because I was moving to England throughout all of that time. 
So I only like found out about it when everyone was like, the guy who did Gangnam Style also did a bunch of songs about how American soldiers should die in a flyer fire of glory, those pigs. And I was like, I mean, that's a pretty fun reveal for a one hit wonder. I got to say Gangnam like, Style, though. What a fucking yeah, yeah. hit, though. Holy shit. I would say that one hit is better than Sonic Youth's whole fucking shitty ass career. No, wrong, wrong. Cool thing, good song. That other song that has a bunch of muddy it's boots. It's a cool references. thing, and it's not Gungam style. Let's stop singing the song and listen to Gungam style. That's what they should do at their concerts. That is and then the just song. Be like, this is song. much better than what we've yeah. created. Well, it's just because Dylan doesn't like when women are in bands. I've said he, I've heard him say it many times. He's just he's gone to many an Alanis Morissette concert and just <laughs> yeah, just go no, no, yeah. no. We are at risk no. of a bear attack, Alanis. You're risking a bear attack. <laughs> um. So, I, so it's and it's this amazing thing is basically Dusty leaves the NWA WCW in the most dramatic way possible. He gets stabbed in the eye by the Road Warriors and then goes and just is a a fun clown at a kids party for a couple of years in the WWF. <laughs> gets his son a job. By the way, this is peak Dustin Rhodes just looking like a like Dustin Rhodes just looks like like the third tier bully in an eighties movie. He really for does. So like he's just like, sir, I know steroids are bad for you, but just some of them would be good. <laughs> yeah, he comes in. Dustin Rhodes does as an NWA character where it's like, I'm this guy's son and I love to fight. But also, like I said, he's out of the polka dots at this point. So you fucking retroactive losers get what you want. You get him out yeah. of the polka dots. And what happens? He just. He's, and then he's gone. He goes to WCW. He managed Ron Simmons as uh, Ron Simmons beat Vader for the title. Yes, he did. And also he uh, he shouted loudly while Bill Watts did what Bill Watts thought was complimenting Ron Simmons. And Dusty Rhodes understood as insulting Ron Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> he's also the creative consultant, which consisted of him eating a massive hoagie. And then he goes, how about I win? Yeah. yeah. How about this? How about this, Bill? You stop saying those things to me. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine the amount of talent in 1990 WWF, though. Like, people say that after the invasion angle, like when WCW WWF fused, that's the most talent. But, like, you imagine you have you have Dusty Rhodes, who, like, is 22 years into his career and Hulk oh. Hogan on the same card. It's like you have nine main events. Early 90s WWF is sort of like mid-90s Saturday Night Live. It's like even the least talented guy on that show was J like, pardon me, not Jim least Brewer, talented. Like Katan. Like the lower level guys. Jim Brewer, who is still awesome. Jay Moore, who's out of his fucking mind, but still a very funny performer. Like Chris Can's not in the Katan is not in the group. I'm, I'm talking about like the Chris Farley, Phil Hart, like the year when Mike Myers and Chris Farley were both on Saturday Night Live. Do you know how insane that is? Austin Tommy Powers Boy. and Black Sheep. Yeah, exactly. And Wayne Campbell. <laughs> but Dusty Rhodes would have been better than all of them. Imagine if Dusty Rhodes was on Saturday Night Live. I just that one. He would just be like, be I, got a, I got a script for you. Crosses it out. I dance. And then it's just yeah, like, yeah, that was the yeah. best. Saturday Night Live. Uh, Lauren, I just want to let you know, first of all, New York, very exciting. Second of all, I'm going to need the back half hour of the show between uh, 12 and 1.30. Legitimately, and though, if they just did... Dusty Rhodes dancing as a sketch, everyone could just take naps and everyone will be like, there's no way that crowd wouldn't be like, oh, this is much better than like the president answering a phone call from 
the guy from KFC or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Also, by the way, if you think The Rock became a superstar, Dusty Rhodes, especially at this period, if he hadn't been guaranteed egomaniac, mm-hmm. uh, he would have absolutely become a hot. Like he could have been a Hollywood star. He has that like energy in a room. But also, we should 90s. mention this as good as a professional wrestler. He is. He is that bad as a color commentator. Every time oh, we talked about this, yeah, every yeah, time yeah, Mike yeah, Tanay's yeah, like yeah. the Yakuza kick, he kick him in the head, baby. Like he just baby. constantly undercutting yeah. everything Mike Tanay says. And yeah, the young dragons are coming to the ring. Ah, that's good, baby. I recognize some of these gentlemen from when I go and buy rice. Jesus Christ, Dusty. <laughs> Hear me out, baby. I haven't forgiven them for what they did at Pearl Harbor. That yeah, guy is baby. Korean. They did it too, I guess, baby. Baby, I do not understand. Every, uh, and I understood World War II. It was America versus China and other countries that look like China. <laughs> do not let my lisp fool you, baby. I am brimming with hate for the Asians, honey. Yeah. It's an interesting thing, actually, baby, because you would think being a Southern boy would have a problem with black people and or Hispanic. They are both kind, wonderful communities, and I feel accepted with them, and they are accepted with me. I do not appreciate anybody, anybody who does not use a spoon. (laughs) (laughs) And my perception is they all use those. uh, And I am quoting what they're actually called disgusting sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am now quoting from a book I wrote. Quote unquote, the sticks of the devil. Devil <laughs> horns point up. Those sticks yeah. point up. Do I? Dusty rested cave, baby. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, there's two volumes to Dusty Rhodes' autobiography, My Life, and I Don't Like Him. And then it's just a list of places yeah. he's been where the people he did not like. When Dusty Rhodes returned to the NWA, he wanted his nickname to be the Americans, uh, the American My Struggle. But then they were like, Dusty, then that you're technically just <laughs> praising Hitler. And he was like, baby, I don't understand. I thought we I were wrote back this book the while I was in prison. Yeah. That is the, the prison of the WWF, baby. Yeah, the prison of the uh, airport prison at LaGuardia Airport. Turned out you have to be fully clothed to get on an airport. And I was wearing nothing but my imagination, baby. Can I ask you a question, John? Certainly can, Dylan. I haven't read it yet, but I just booked an appointment for a haircut, and they want me to sign a waiver. What do you think's on that waiver? Something hot. Hey, if we accidentally fucking just stab you, that's sick. Yeah, the waiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, you got to give us 80 bucks when you show up. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Shit on my dick or blood on my knife. That's how you pay. That's um, from, also, uh, what's it called? The Ashton Kutcher movie. This podcast, I believe, is <laughs> where that's from. Actually, I believe it's from the Luthez episode. Ooh! So in WCW, I think, I think one of the most unnecessary heel turns in the history of pro wrestling, WCW uh, legend Dusty Rhodes turning on WCW a- after already attacking some of the members of the NWO during the oh, Zabisco Scott Hall match. All right, let's just quickly just get for so he comes back to the WW WCW as part of the creative t- team in 1991 and kind of just hangs out for 10 years. Like he's like occasionally a color commentator, occasionally a manager. I assume he's booking at some points, but it's basically just like Turner's like, we need this guy. He's juiced in. Fuck it. Um, it's like the JJ Dillon thing where they would he would come out and be like, they have so many, they have so much money that like obviously it's a good pertinent idea to do this, but like sometimes you're like, um, 
why doesn't Dusty Rhodes come out and just fucking be Dusty Rhodes for a while? And everyone's like, that's a fantastic idea. And yeah, they end up know. using Ric Flair like that towards the end of the late 90s where it's like, oh, we're getting murdered in the ratings. Okay, they'll probably have some weird Gilbert segment. Just put Ric Flair out there screaming about like how there's <laughs> not enough mints in airports anymore. Oh, and my God. It'll get a the great post Vince Russo and Ric Flair is my favorite just because he's in a cabana. He's always in a Cubano shirt because he put oh, yes. on too much weight. And he is just yelling about his family. Like he's just constantly yeah. bringing up. Like you can see why David Flair doesn't talk to him because Ric Flair even then was like, I got four kids, three daughters, one son. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically what happens is the NWO comes this at this point, Dusty is part of personally my favorite color commentary, uh, my favorite wrestling commentary team, because it is like watching the Eagles tour. It is three men do not like each other. Three men who are not hiding it like Tony Schiavone and Bobby Heenan are actively at each other's throats and Dusty Rhodes is mm. talking about whatever the fuck he wants. to. <laughs> it is a lot like two people having a passive aggressive argument and one guy is just like really enjoying this no, it's literally it's, that, it's two guys having a passive aggressive argument and dusty roads very excited to have a job like it's literally just yeah. like the wcw and this is not talked about and might have been part of their winning formula is they had tony shivani i'm gonna say it the second best wrestling commentator of the modern era after Jim certainly Ross. now certainly, certainly now like his his now, now i want to say he's like better Shawn than Ross. He is way better than Jim yeah. Ross. Jim Ross is oh, basically like Jim Ross. I have never seen like I've never seen someone who he listen. It's not going that well. His wife died horrifically. But like you want if you ever seen if you've seen the, the recent clips of his podcast now that they're videotaping it with Conrad. It's watching like Conrad Thompson's in this opulent mansion house with a bunch of championship belts behind him. And Jim Ross. I've never seen a green screen tell me that the place he's recording in is sad but it's like i mean i think i uh we've made fun of jim ross which we i feel bad because now that i think about it now that i've like kind of listened to both his books i'm like oh this guy's like obviously his wife passed on and now i guarantee this man is high 100 percent of the time and somehow if you can cut 100 into like a 99.9 when he's not he's fucking hammered like and he oh, just holds his yeah. shit and it's like there's no reason for him to learn who the AEW guys are, and it's been long enough, and wrestling fans are fucking weird enough that no one thinks about things in that in those terms. So they're like, "Yeah, I don't care if your wife dying in a scooter." Kenny Omega's finishing moves called the uh, epitome of sadness, not a headlock. Okay, thanks, Jim. Yeah, but it's that thing of just to return it is it's also return. kind of. First of all, Jim Ross, I totally you totally understand his vibe. I have also I'm not done under the black hat, but like the first half of that book is essentially just like you're just waiting for him going, and that's when the gun didn't work. And I thought, well, might as well live. And like you're just like, Oh yeah. This poor, sad, bullied man. Oh yes. We made all those jokes before I read the chapter where his wife passed, and I was like, boof. <laughs> Time yeah, to delete. I, mean, <laughs> I do, but it really wasn't even on a Jim Ross episode, so who knows? Yeah, still like I that. mean, listen, you, what the joke you made? I made the joke about two days after his wife passed away. That uh, well, I'll say it now, and I do regret this. <laughs> <laughs> no context wrestler review will uh, will pick that one up. Anyway, oh, what, no what we're talking about is Jim Ross now. In Jim Ross now makes him Jim Ross now 
makes Dusty Rhodes then seem like Jim Ross in 1990. Or sorry. No. Dusty uh, Rhodes then disagree. makes Jim Ross hard now disagree. seem like J- J- Jim Ross did in 1998, is what no, I should say. You're wrong. You're wrong. Dusty, the Jim Ross now. Jim Ross will still be like, here's an angle. I can sell it. Dusty Rhodes yeah. then was like, uh, here's a list of sandwiches on sale. I don't care if Goldberg's about to win the title. Yeah, exactly. J- Jim, like Dusty Rhodes is actively trying to get a producer to order him a pizza while Hulk Hogan's <laughs> walking to the ring. Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. Like also the commentary team in WCW, and I'm starting to go on a jag, but it's so funny. Like if you're paying attention, Bobby Heenan spoils Hulk Hogan's heel turn. Mm-hmm. Like he's walking the. I ring. don't think he does. I don't think he does. We've argued. About he this does. Before. He literally goes. But, but whose side, side is, he is he on? Like, shut the Bobby. You're gonna find out in a second, you asshole. <laughs> Yeah, he got supposed to. All he has to do is go. Although one time, I'm actually happy to see Hulk Hogan, but instead he plays the Bobby Heenan character, which is I never trusted this motherfucker. And that's the other thing is Bobby Heenan. I mean, we shouldn't talk about how good Bobby Heenan is, but like that's why the Dusty Rhodes character, because Dusty Rhodes should be like, I'm WCW, I'm NWA, I'm Southern Wrestling. These yeah. guys from up north are coming to try and fucking get us. Fuck you. And instead, they have him turn heel, but he's already beaten up. So what happens in the matches? Um, Luis Piccoli comes in to interfere on behalf of Scott Hall. Dusty Rhodes cuts off Scott Hall, cuts off Spicoli, beats him up, and then beats up Zabisco. It's so it's like, why'd you beat up Spicoli then? Okay, it's not like yeah, Spicoli was like, okay, you're out now because you're shit. Well, because Louis Spicoli was one of the wrestlers that was on the blood list so that Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. could live forever and Louis, Spicoli, <laughs> uh, Louis Spicoli had to be sacrificed. I get, I get it, but I'm just saying that like that... It's just another one of those because th- Dusty Rhodes turn. A lot of people say the old once they started letting everyone in the W. That's when it sucked, and it was. But like the Dusty Rhodes turn was one of the ones where you're like, what? Why Dusty too? Like Eric yeah, Bischoff also makes like, sense. Like Eric Bischoff also doesn't make sense. It doesn't make yeah. Eric Bischoff joining the NWO. Well, the war's lost. The guy who runs one company works for the other guys. You now lose. That's not like mm-hmm. the NWO. Uh, we're not going to rebook the NWO, but like it's this weird thing of. Um, that and this also shows Dusty's ego right there is Dusty. I guarantee Dusty was like, I joined the NWO now, baby. I'm I'm with the bad guy. I'm with the guys that are on top. Also, barely appears with them for the rest of this year, by the way. Like he he, he just seconds, kind of leaves the NWO. He seconds the outsiders for a bit and that's all. And then he just kind yeah. of fucks off. And then I don't really know what he does. You know what I mean? Like he stops being on commentary. I assume he's just hanging out at the back. Like it's he does so spot weird. appearances uh, and comes in for some angles towards the end of WCW. But like mostly he's in that, like I said, the JJ Dillon role where it's like he shows up, he's Dusty Rhodes, then he leaves. Um, yeah. The real meat and potatoes. And this is funny because like I feel weird because uh, it'd be like if someone who's 20 now started to did a podcast about Kanye where it's like you only know the mental illness portion of his career you don't know the like college dropout and I feel like that's how we are about Dusty Rhodes because like hey what's your first memory of Dusty Rhodes oh polka dots and dancing and that is the happiest actually you know what it's Jay-Z what it is 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 it's if you got into Jay-Z with the black album that's how I feel about Dusty Rhodes which is like you get into him where it's like this album's fucking awesome and it's like yeah and everything after this is going to be kind of not great but all of it reminds you of that really good album. And for some reason, you'll never go back and listen to his also amazing albums that were produced right before this black album. You'll just mm-hmm. enjoy it. And it's like, all right, that's how I, that's, 
I agree. I'll do it that way. <laughs> the dying days of WCW, we should say Dusty Rhodes does come back, uh, and he tries to reignite his feud with Ric Flair, because why the fuck not, right? If you're going down, go down with what brought you to the dance 15 years ago? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's really Which seems weird. a lot more dated than like, like well, we've no. seen Triple H on. restart feuds with The Rock and everyone's like, oh, cool, because they kept themselves in shape. But these guys did a lot of uh, instead of midnight gym sessions, these guys did a lot of midnight. What you think would happen at midnight sessions? <laughs> like, they just yeah, got yeah, hammered yeah. and pissed in the bed. <laughs> the amount of pissing and shitting that actually takes yeah. place in beds as adults is so much more than you'd think. <laughs> yeah is it some instead of zero yeah i sharted recently Ooh, and it shit was farted it was a shit fart and it was much more shit than it was fart Ooh. and the amount of people that were like been there i was like been there what i need to That's stop good. yelling i'm not in my apartment and i know the neighbors are gonna i'm, I'm staying with someone who i guarantee gets text messages from neighbors about noise. <laughs> you can always tell who has an open dialogue about noise from their neighbors. Oh, we are like, oh, wait, those that fork drawer is very organized. <laughs> I don't th I think I should just back out and find an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's like my, I got news. For, this is how I my see some spoons along with the forks. I'm like, all right, I can be here. Yeah, exactly. I'm with like my neighbors uh, have all commented that like, what do you do in your apartment? And I'm like, I do a lot of podcasts. And they're like, that's it. And because I'm like, they're definitely walking by and just hear and they're like, what the <laughs> you i imagine have a hot plate with just a soup or a chili on at all times and then you're like i'm on twitch and i'm playing uh this japanese fuck game oh i made I a, a lot of cum i Tune have a next week i have a really nice apartment that uh one guy that we both know who i think quietly is a real bag of shit Ooh. Uh, tried to mock and then i saw his apartment and i was like no legs to stand on no legs yeah. to stand on yeah no legs, legs to stand on yeah Short legs to stand um, on. I also want to point out that he very briefly went to ECW, a run that I know really? happened, but I do not remember happening. Dude, he's Dusty this, Rhodes. This run was fucking I like don't this remember is any, how this you like do when, Dusty Rhodes, buddy. This is why what, what, ECW is the best. Where it's like we got fucking Dusty Rhodes now because he just wants to wrestle, and I'll fucking exploit that, dude. Yeah. It was the best. Dusty Rhodes <laughs> versus Steve Carino. And then Dusty Rhodes, like, there is a, uh, it's on YouTube. I encourage everyone to watch it. There is a six man tag Steve Carino, Tajiri, and uh, Steve Carino. It's not a six man tag. Essentially, I think it starts out as like, um, it's a regular match between like Carino and Tommy Dreamer. And then Tajiri comes out. It's that whole TNN feud. And then everyone comes out. New Jack comes out. Oh, they play the song. Yeah. And then. Everyone's in trouble. Rhino comes out, clears house. Who's going to save it? It's fucking Dusty Rhodes. No theme song. Just walks out. And it's kind of like, oh, shit. You pissed off Uncle Rick. Like, that's what he does. It's yeah. no. And he just fucking clears the ring, man. It's 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 great. And it's exactly how that guy always should have been used, which is like it's how oddly AEW is losing using Sting right now, which is he clears the ring on everybody. But then when it comes to like actually facing top guys like Carino was their top guy at that time, he loses. But it's like a hard fought match and it's Dusty Rhodes. So all he has to do is to fit into the new way of hardcore wrestling. Even the year 2000 is it's a bull rope match. We're just going to bleed. Also, I just want to say this right now. I have never seen. It's so interesting seeing Dusty Rhodes in ECW. I just remembered a photo from a PWA insider 
where it's this weird thing of he's wearing such a tight shirt mm. that like because I don't know why, but he's wearing this very tight sleeveless shirt. And it's he the is, only yes. times where it's the first time where all of his blade marks on his forehead are so mm. noticeable. And then from then forward, you're like this. Like, it's the weird thing of like Dusty's clearly happier in his life, but really looks like he like ages after being in ECW. Is that correct? I don't know you know what it is. He doesn't wear a cowboy hat really low on his face to cover up the blade scars, which he has to on like, I feel like on PG TV when he just opens it up. Because that's the thing about Dusty Rhodes is I think he might be the and this is an odd thing to apply to wrestling, especially a guy who wrestles in the era where like it's real, not fake. He's the most even more than Hulk Hogan. He has more range other than being. He might be the best babyface of all time because he has so much range. There's so many different things he can do as a babyface because he can be comedy you, guy very easily. Like Cole Cabana, who we both love and obviously are biased towards. But Cole Cabana is essentially like, what if Dusty Rhodes was a bit funnier? Yeah, that's a great point. A lot point, funnier Dylan. if he's listening. Dylan, I can't believe it. <laughs> so you, finally, you finally made a, a good point. But that's all you just you could just take aspects of Dusty Rhodes like an entire one aspect of Dusty Rhodes's character is Magnum TA. Yeah, absolutely. Magnum TA is just Dusty Rhodes. One aspect. Yeah. Where it's like and you have this and and the fact that he doesn't even lie on his weight where it's like is essentially his gimmick of how he wins matches is the same way you would explain Mike Tyson. Like, oh, if he hits you, you're dead. He just has a magic yeah. fist. Oh, he has a magic elbow. Because remember, like people will do bear hug spots and then Dusty Rhodes will be like, oh, God. And then he would like. Get the elbow where he would get his elbow, but he but he was so good at it because he would get his elbow between them first. And and then you're the other guys committed the bear hug. So it's kind of a thing where it's like, even if you know wrestling is bullshit, you can completely understand. Oh, he can't adjust his hands to stop the elbow. So now it's just this guy creating space, which if if, you know, like it's all it's all great. And him and Dusty and Dusty Rhodes and ECW is how they booked. uh, Like I said, Sting now and how you book a legend. He beats everybody. But then the one guy he loses to, he gets out of there. He goes into TNA. And then, yeah, then in TNA, he doesn't lose. It's just TNA booking. No, no. In TNA, he becomes both. He becomes basically Kenny Omega and Tony Khan. <laughs> in TNA, he comes out and he is there, like everybody, he's there for three whole years somehow. Somehow he is there for three whole fucking years as like. A bad guy. He has the fucking feud with sports entertainment extreme. Oh, he hates sex. Oh, of course he does. I fucking like Vince Russo is so lucky. This is all forgotten because Vince Russo has somehow regained credibility a bit in the internet wrestling community. But you look at how know. he booked early TNA and you're just like, was he literally just taking a chicken and dropping it on a thing with different ideas? And then whatever the um, idea the chicken shat on, it's like, there we go. It is crazy to look back at that because it's like, oh, he doesn't think anything in WCW that he did was bad. Um, we should take a no, break because we haven't yet, very- but then we'll be back we really quickly. No. Oh hell. All right, um, break and then start again. Okay. Enjoy the break. Oh wait, let me just uh, plug in my computer because I have twenty minutes of power yet left, and the audience is gonna keep all that in after the Good. break. I'm broken and going through a divorce. I'm a daddy now. Please donate to Patreon for Christ's fucking sakes. Give us some fucking money, you fucks. Patreon.com backslash wrestler review. Patreon.com backslash. Now, okay, so Dusty's, I love the aughts for Dusty Rhodes. We're going right back and we're not even welcoming back from the break. Fuck you. How about that? This is yeah, a don't, part you Yeah, don't no unwelcome back. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm lifting my I'm lifting my shirt to reveal to you a Barry Darso tattoo and I'm pointing at it and saying this means not welcome. Now listen. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's a, sh- it's a shame that movie was so filled with hate. It's so quotable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. John mm. loves the basketball scene. That's the whole movie to him. Continue. And the grocery store scene. No other okay. part of the Yeah, yeah. No I other part no. of it's good. Anyway, uh, I so Dusty no Rhodes from movies. Go ahead. In Dusty the Rhodes in the Ots is the best. He's literally just I'm the commissioner of this resident organization, the commissioner that beats people up. And they're like, What? He's like, Yep. And then they hold an election between I believe they hold an election between him and Jim Cornette, and Jim Cornette lose or wins. It's so good. That's him in TNA, but we should talk about him in WWE where it's like because there's one story about Dusty Rhodes and WWE that everyone okay, points well to as why well now it's we're shit. Getting, now we're getting to Dusty Rhodes booking and stuff like that in the WWE. So he has a bunch of fucking... He's in the independent circle. He's showing up at weird hotel ballrooms. Mm-hmm. Is he got a bull rope? Is he wearing cowboy boots? Goddamn yeah. right he is. Is he walking around telling people he should have saved his money? Here's the thing with Dusty Rhodes. I guarantee he will always be talking about, I should have saved my money. But he'll be saying it in front of a really nice car. Like Dusty Rhodes, especially when he's in like those WWE roundtables, you can just tell like Dusty, that shirt is custom made from a big and tall store, which probably Mm. means it costs $18,000. Should say this too. Like those WWE roundtables are great. Yeah. Because it's for they're smoking cigars. Vince McMahon doesn't know what's happening. They say (laughs) so much crazy shit. And it's the best Dusty Rhodes because Dusty Rhodes relaxed. Being the like, I've earned it alpha old dog of the W of wrestling. Like he's like, yeah, I've done everything. I'm still really good at this. Like the thing that this is this is like, uh, what's weird is all the NWA guys kind of like they never burned as bright as Hulk Hogan, but they didn't also explode in a in a mixture it's of true. wife fucking and overt racism. And instead. Like Dusty Rhodes didn't make the millions and millions that Hulk Hogan did, but Dusty Rhodes will be remembered forever of being this legend, especially because he, along with Triple H, which I think what you're getting at, were the architects of the good part of NXT. Yes, and what I was getting to actually was, uh, so 2005, he gets signed that Legends deal. 2005 is very special because it's like, they realize, oh, DVDs are this crazy great business for us. Oh my God, yeah, it is. Like this so, was the yeah. Even more so than the than going to the Hall of Fame, it's like they come out with a DVD and then they feature you on TV for a month, and then everyone gets to learn how great Dusty Rhodes is. It should be said about those roundtables as well. Ric Flair has this weird imposter syndrome thing, where like during this period, two thousand five, during him and Evolution, it's like Triple H builds up Ric Flair's confidence, which sounds nuts, but builds him back up to being like well, you're Ric Flair. Dusty Rhodes does not have that problem. No, Dusty Rhodes is like, I'm fucking Dusty Rhodes. I'm the fucking best. But here's the difference between them. It, it's a musical analogy. Ric Flair is the best lead singer of any rock and roll band ever. Like, he's just such a fucking good performer, but he only has that one skill. Mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes is like, he's a really good bass player, and he can write songs, and he can produce, and he's also worked at a record company. Like, he's just much more versatile. Mm-hmm. And also... His vice is food and not alcohol. So his brain and ego have been humbled. And yeah, I guarantee he's have a he, he'll tell you where you can get a fucking chicken parm in Tennessee that will make you come. But like <laughs> that's way more easier to deal with in a 60 year old than like Ric Flair, like walking up to a girl in a bar going smells ripe. Woo! 
and then yeah. going back to his table at the Chili's. Like, it's just one of those things where it's like the reason also you have to build up Ric Flair's confidence is also, and this is why the WWE is so fucked up, is the WWE was also not letting him be Ric Flair. He couldn't give promos the way he could because they're like, you need to let Dave Batista and Randy Orton give promos. So you basically have to be a manager that just wears a bathrobe. And like, <laughs> Ric Flair is such a fucking ego he can't deal with it well this is dusty rose's sort of Dusty rose's end of his life is this amazing renaissance where he's like baby you want to you want to see how you book a match is what you do you get one guy who's good one guy bad they go out each other better go like jim yeah. Cornette talks about this time and dusty rose explains like you want to know all wrestling booking is white hat black hat white hat wins eventually he's like you just got to figure out how to do that in a way that the crowd can't recognize right away and you're like yeah that's exactly right. Why aren't they doing that in any of the wrestling promotions? All the wrestling promotions right now are black hat versus also a black hat, but there are other black hats, not as black as the first hat probably. And the other black hats go into a bunch of companies and I don't like Mexico. Like that's <laughs> like, I mean, AW is doing it pretty straight up, but they're also kind of adding so many characters that it's like okay, well, what's you're you're really like muddying the picture here, um, but and the real big thing that Dusty Rhodes does is he works with the women, right? He works with female wrestlers and he works with uh, male wrestlers on their promos, and everyone is like, oh, you can just talk to Dusty Rhodes in NXT because Dusty Rhodes will just be eating, eating, catering what looks like for everybody, but that's just Dusty Rhodes' catering because he yeah, has a special a, deal. Yeah, you you would think that that's the catering room. That's just Dusty Rhodes' office. <laughs> Why are there three wedding cakes in here? Baby, I've been married three times. Wait, do you need a whole <laughs> wedding cake every day? I celebrate every yeah. anniversary, baby. Yeah, baby. I Divorce, celebrate wedding. Yeah. Cake cake. I thought for three the two of the wives, it's the wedding cake celebrating the fact we are not together. Third wife still with her. Wedding cake celebrating the thing we got together through another day. <laughs> <laughs> so we should say this. Dusty Rhodes um has this they have this feud with uh legacy so they bring him in at a really good angle sorry uh where they introduce cody rhodes cody rhodes is in a legacy dusty rhodes helps cody just basically like he's my son and i'm gonna help him and then randy orton rko's dusty rhodes and cody chooses randy orton over his own dad which is like it's so awesome. really good shit and dusty is performing his ass off here and then later on after they've killed uh, cody rhodes and tried to bring him back from the dead and he's teaming with his brother obviously you get dusty Rhodes doing promos up against triple h and it's triple h and stephanie the authority and a thing that completely changed dusty Rhodes never appeared on wwe television after this is he's going face to face with triple h being like you want to fight you're going to get a fight and going face to face and then stephanie sticks her face in between them and <laughs> Dusty Rhodes just face palms her. Oh, it's amazing. Moves, she moves his hand out of the way and he just does it again. Yeah. And that little subtle thing where he's like, this is between me and Triple H. Um, like get out of the shot, basically, to the woman who like pretty much runs the company. Is that's why this is why they script everything, and it's like no one can ever it's so weird because like the heels like uh Stephanie and Triple H. Triple H can have egg on his face because he's a good enough performer to get past that, but Stephanie can like never have egg on her face. Because what it is is that Stephanie is the son of, or the, pardon me, the daughter yeah. of Vince. Well, she's McMahon. always going to be around, right? 
Yeah, and it's also she believes that she is part of the reason the Attitude Era is successful. Mm-hmm. So to her, it's like a guy from the failed company touching, moving Stone Cold Steve Austin out of the way. Like, I got mm-hmm. news for you. What Dusty Rhodes did was right in the play of professional wrestling. What's so weird about the McMahons is they're so adamant it's not real unless they're involved and then it's like but what we do is real it's like what yeah they're adamant it's not real but then they treat their characters like they're like uh, everything the alpha above alphas but just i know that seems small but like you can hear a lot of shoot interviews on like oh that is the reason no very big that's the reason why Dusty Rhodes was never on TV again, because they're like, oh, Dusty won't follow the script. When in reality, it was like he's just making the story way, way better. Well, again, this is why the WWE is so fucking frustrating. It's like he's not not following the script. He's doing his job, mm-hmm. which is making everyone get excited for the match. That's, again, why. And again, we're not going to talk about modern wrestling because the WWE right now is so weird. like it's clearly just for sale, but it's so fucking weird. Also, oh, also, we shouldn't say I shouldn't say he was never uh, he was on TV after that because they did another reunite to or another. They did another gold dust stardust angle. Um, so he was on TV after that. But they they shortly after that curtailed off the Rhodes Rhodes Brothers versus the authority feud. Yeah. And it's also a thing, by the way, if you ever wonder who which son Dusty liked more, it's clearly Cody. Well, also, we should say that Cody had the benefit of knowing old Dusty where it's like, okay, I'm winding down and wrestling and I just do spots. And this is the other thing I really like about Dusty Rhodes. He never said he retired. He just did less wrestling where it's like Rick Flair's yeah. like, I retired. Okay, I'm coming back. It's like, no, you just, you know, wrestle less. But yeah. He finally retires basically in the WWE. Go for it. Yeah, he does. He retires in the WWE um, and was the head writer and creative director for the weekly NXT um, sort of rebrand. Um Whenever it, when it went from this weird yeah. reality show where the Miz bullied Daniel Bryan to like independent wrestling, but NWA independent wrestling with WWE production value, yeah, and was so fucking well done. Like he, you could see, it's again well, it was FCW it's again. The, like yeah, it's the frustrating thing about WWE is they actually are really good at building stuff sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like. At this portion, they built a really good, interesting um, they give promotion. People what they want, you have, and all of those, two and all of those promoters then... that he, all of those wrestlers that he was a part of mm-hmm. went on to huge success. And then Vince, like again, and then it gets it degrades less and less and less because they need a guy who has X amount of experience in the business to be like, no wrestler, young hotshot, twenty year old, jacked up on creatine. My name is Dusty Rhodes. I have more fucking experience in my foreskin than you do. Here's why you do these four things. Do you understand? Like fucking John Moxley wouldn't be the kind of fun. Essentially, he's just being fucking um, Ricky Vaughn from Major League, but in camo shorts without Dusty Rhodes being like, take your time walking out to the ring. Look around at the crowd. It, like, there's all these little things that are so clearly a Dusty mm. Rhodes influence on how to do things that we're just getting less and less because of how Vince McMahon runs his company. Is like that's not what's important. What's important is that he has a name that people can chant. I don't give a fuck about chanting the name. We'll just cheer loud, you weird man. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes through there that I 
couldn't even hazard. Like, there's so many little things that happen that people try and recreate on podcasts, and we don't claim to know all of them. We don't claim to know pretty much any of them. But what you can see is that Dusty Rhodes did some great work in the promos, and uh, he always... He would be great to have a class, and I don't know if he could ever teach it, but he should have a class on just, like, how to present yourself as a star no matter what, because he never, ever, when he was on TV, wasn't like, oh, I'm the star of this segment. No matter what... And, like, Ric Flair on TV, you can see him get punked off so much. You can never see Dusty Rhodes get punked off. No, because, again, Dusty Rhodes was way better at protecting himself, and he also knew every facet of the game. You could Mm -hmm. kind of fucking trick Ric Flair a lot of it. You can't trick. um, Well, Ric Flair never, like you said, Ric Flair is a great wrestler, but Dusty Rhodes is like a guy who can... Ric Flair is like, I don't know, what do we say, like De Niro, and Dusty Rhodes is like someone who can do everything. (laughs) There you go. Clint Eastwood. Write, direct, produce. He can do the whole thing. And when you're like, know the other side of the coin, it's way easier to be like, oh, here's how they're... When you've managed people before, it's way easier to be like, oh, here's how they're trying to manage me. Fuck that. Yeah. And also, it's Dusty Rhodes. Like, you can see him in the... A great thing to do is watch those... Just watch Dusty Rhodes' posture and watch everyone else's posture of those WWE roundtables where it's like the first time they... Because now it's like you shoot... Everyone has a shoot interview on everything. Like you can shoot on the salad you had yesterday. But then was like a lot of this information was coming out for the first time. Dusty Rhodes is lean back in chairs, smoking cigars with this posture of like, everyone's going to fucking listen to me. Every time he talks, it's not too long-winded, but he doesn't really... Clearly isn't listening that much to what everyone else is saying. And everyone else is sitting forward. Everyone else yeah. is sitting forward, like where. Whereas Dusty Rhodes is like, I fuck, if I decided to just be like turn all the cameras off, everyone would be like, I guess this is not a TV show anymore. Yeah, it's again, it's how people. It's one of those things where it's a Rhodes versus is, Hogan would have been a crazy match, by the way, because that would have been nuts. That's oh, a weird match been, that I just thought of now, where it's like, wow, that would have been insane. Well, wait a minute, if it, they had ever done Rhodes versus Hogan, what would have been so interesting is it wouldn't have been so much about the match. It would have been so much about the before and after, like how they're playing to that crowd. Holy fuck. I just envision rock versus Austin. Sorry, rock Hogan, the WrestleMania match, but like on steroids where it's like, oh yeah, the rocks a worker and he was determined to make the match. Dusty Rhodes will literally just shake his butt until there's no Hulkamaniacs left in that crowd. Yeah. The other thing you have to remember is Dusty Rhodes, not the best wrestler. The Rock in that Hogan match is he like really fucking shows how good of a wrestler he is. Like Hogan Dusty would be 40 minutes of entrances and then just leg drop elbow back and forth for 30 minutes. And then I guarantee they're both bleeding. And then we they become friends, pose off, ass shake, ear to the crowd. That's the match. And I would never not be watching that match. <laughs> They'd bury me with that match playing on an iPhone. Hunter S. Thompson quite famously used to write to pornography, which really makes him seem like a yucky boy. I would, be, <laughs> my, I would be doing that, but just with that match. I'd be doing it, but like with the pornography still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The porn would also. But I guess back then it'd be easier to be like, oh, I'm writing to like this porno that has like a, you know, at least like a storyline. But now it'd be like, I'm writing to Eighth Street Latinas. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. I mean, I wonder if that girl's gonna get in the bang bus again. <laughs> oh, she did. No, what's fun about but no, what's about fun about porn? Tell me, everyone understands all of the references. No one acknowledges it. Like if you, mm-hmm. like it would just it would open everyone up who such, listens to this for sure. Everyone in society, buddy. I live in I Los Angeles. Everyone in society. Yeah, yeah. You live in Los Angeles where they film it all, though. What's so good is there in was Montreal. a Montreal. There was a Starbucks 
in uh, Valley Village in Los Angeles, which is close to where all Ooh. of the porn offices are. And I, you can really tell who a creep is because if someone says, let's meet at that star, like it's known in the city, that's the porn star Starbucks. That's sick. And, and whenever someone's like, let's meet there, you're like, you want to look at porn stars. <laughs> yeah, you're me. Yeah, yeah. By the way, that's where Dylan got actually uh, Airbnb's the storeroom of that Starbucks. <laughs> it's two places I didn't go when I went to LA. There was the the beach where Hogan worked out and uh, the place where uh, River Phoenix died. And uh, I'll regret that for the rest of my life. Didn't we go to the Rainbow Room? I think I could have, like, I, I thought I pointed at it. Maybe. Hmm. I just wanted to beat off on the ground where River Phoenix died. I already have. If, if your cum touches the asphalt, actually, Joaquin Phoenix shows up and gives you 50 bucks. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, thank you for honoring my brother. Um, also, Muscle Dusty Beach, Rose I will tell you this. Far? Let me say this about Muscle Beach. Just a fun thing. If you go there, there is always just one guy working out, and you can tell, not a fun man. Yeah, of course not. I watched this documentary where it's like just because that that Venice Beach Gold's gym where uh, Schwarzenegger basically made his name for himself. Um, there's dudes who live in um, they live in the parking lot, like a lot. There's like a lot of dudes, and they're not young. They're like 45, which is like makes you feel like oh yeah, I guess people say stand up comedy, and I guess there's a lot of other versions of it where like going for your dream at some point, you're like oh no. I guess I'm not going to be famous, but nothing's as weird as like, man, I hope those 20 year olds respect my bench. Yeah. Even though, the, I mean, the dude dedicating your whole life to fitness, he's certainly going to live longer than both of us. So that's not true. Or maybe not. Yeah, it's true. He's probably taken some steroids that are. Yeah, it's not also steroids. Dylan. We come from Scottish, Irish, English stock in Canada. We're essentially bulletproof. <laughs> I don't know. My father-in-law's uncle just passed away yesterday, and everyone was supposed to. I uh, was like, set, "Isn't that sad?" I'm like, "No." How long do you Mediterranean people live? That a sixty-eight-year-old oh, yeah. man this, has an uncle. <laughs> that's crazy. so crazy. He's that's sixty-eight. Insane. His uncle was alive. No, you do not get to my have an uncle at sixty. My wife's grandparents just recently passed away, like yeah. last year. They were both in their night. Like everyone is in their nineties. Yeah. Midlife crisis for these people is like 60. Where they're like, I, it's, I'm hitting it. But my family also lives crazy long. Like, here's the thing. Like, my grandfather, two strokes, two, and not like little strokes, two massive in the hospital for weak strokes, no rehab. My mom will always tell the story. This was the argument. You have to do the rehab. This is a brain injury. And he went, those doctors don't know what they're talking about. Everyone knows you got to go on walks to get the brain working. And so we'd walk to the end of the driveway, get a newspaper, walk up to the fucking veranda, Sit down, no matter the weather. That was his rehab. Here's was his point. Walking, good for the brain. Fresh air, good for the brain. That man <laughs> died at 85. He had 10% lung capacity for 30 years, two strokes, and he smoked cigarettes. Uh, he smoked cigarettes in the daytime, pipe cigars at nighttime, and then Ooh. quit when, quote, unquote, he didn't like the smell of his house. Do you understand that that man went... I got to stop smoking here because, like, by the way, he could have just kept. Yeah, Dylan's turned his microphone <laughs> into a penis. What I'm trying to say is the rest of the review will continue for another 50 years. I'm talking. For, <laughs> talking Imagine we're doing the podcast for 80. <laughs> so we're the greatest bit ever. Is Dylan just. We're going to review. to his penis, and I've never been happier in my entire life. Dylan, mm. let's hear what your penis has to say. I love Dusty Rhodes. There you go. Good point. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes died of being a chunko in <laughs> 2015. He was 69 YOLO years old. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes fucking died of being a fucking legend with a fat cock and a cool name. And he, uh, 
that's young, right? Yeah, that's young. That's young for a guy. He that, just lost a bunch of weight too. Like he just lost a bunch of weight. He was also an athlete that never took care of himself. Do you understand yeah. how angry his heart was hit at him every day? Please stop thinking cottage cheese is a recovery food if you're putting it <laughs> on a pizza, Dusty. You fucking psycho. <laughs> so, yeah, he uh, and apparently, according to Cody Rhodes, uh, an interview he did with I think it was Bleacher Report shortly afterwards. But his boss, as soon as he passed away, his wife of then I want to get this right of how many years was his wife? His wife of um. 37 years washed his body like because that was like a that's like a southern uh, in the southern states she she washed his body after which is while weeping which is a powerful image that is very powerful it's interesting to know that dusty Rhodes and the boston bombers uh, both wanted the same thing done when they die which is dusty Rhodes's wife to wash their bodies (laughs) that's good stuff john What's the high point of this era of Dusty Rhodes's? Every moment is a good idea. I this entire mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes leaving the NWA. This is then just peak Dusty Rhodes just having a great time. Shows up in the WWE, shakes that ass, heads back to WCW, makes some decisions, ass shaking, of course. And then heads <laughs> on to ECW, time to make some more decisions. Will I shake my ass? Of course. Then independent wrestling, that's just ass shaking, no decision making. TNA, couple of choices made. Oh, we're shaking that ass. Head on over to the WWE, face palm a woman, Dusty's personal dream, and then boom, more ass shaking. Then he died doing what is love. You know what he did doing love? Complaining about the flavor of that salad. And then his heart exploded because his wife gave him one artichoke that was not covered in fried dough. Exactly. I think the I think the high point is, is like the polka dots run. Cause I think that's one of the better, like, and I think that's also the short span of that run is like how you should book these dudes or it's like come yeah. in do his thing leave you don't need sting in AEW for fucking four years just like bada boom bada bing he's out bitch great stuff and also i think one of the best things about dusty Rhodes is he can wrestle that he could wrestle that style legitimately until the day he passed on and watching dusty Rhodes, where it's like you could we no you could weekend in bernie's um <laughs> You could not weekend at Bernie's because he wouldn't have the sense. He wouldn't have the sixth sense for what to do with the crowd. But what I was going to say is watching him in a match with New Jack, it was like, oh, New Jack's just being Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Just with weapons. He just doesn't have like, he just hits people and then he dances. And then Dusty Rhodes will hit him with an elbow and it's dancing. It's like, how didn't New Jack and Dusty Rhodes get like a run as the ECW tag team champions? That would have been because Paul Heyman didn't have his eye on the ball. Like this was all 25 minutes of good dancing. And then Tajiri just gets confused and cries. Like I guarantee if Paul Heyman had been really smart, he would have just said to Dusty, how about you just run the, uh, you just book the company for a bit. And I guarantee ECW would have lasted two more years. This is the other thing that they don't do in modern wrestling companies ever that they used to do in the territories was like, the Jarrett's all the all of the territories that we talk about being really influential, honestly, like Bill Watts, um, the Jarrett's the, all these guys would take like a vacation. They would take like two months off and they just hand yeah. the book to somebody. Like, they were the, like no, the, Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett, 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 sorry, Jerry Jarrett, Jarrett. And yeah, 
Circle Jerry front. Lawler switched every six months. Yeah, Jerry Jar- Jerry Jarrett and Jerry Lawler, and it also is like, oh, the product's going to be different now because someone different's booking it, and they work together well, which is a lot but to ask the, for. But, but this is also the weird thing of why they don't do a wrestling season basically in the WWE, which is just basically never say it, but it's one of those things where it's like you have certain guys that are around at this time and other like you don't need like especially before AEW, they had their pick of everyone in wrestling. They could have just done like, here's the guys that we'll have now. Here's the other guys we'll have later. You know what I mean? They just never needed to do it. Mm-hmm. And Dusty Rose would have loved that because, you know, Lord knows he just wants to be in Orlando going to an Outback Steakhouse and having a Merlot in that weird, <laughs> that wine carafe that they only have at chain family style restaurants. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yes. And I guess Dusty Rhodes was part of the era where it's like, oh, no, we have to work all the time because we get extra money for being the booker. Yeah. And also, I don't like Dusty Rhodes also came from an era where it's like wife. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. She raises him and then I tell the missing link to suck his own dick on TV. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, you know, hon, you and I have similar jobs. Well, you're telling young Dustin uh, how to blow his nose. I'm explaining to the missing link that blow should not go up your nose. <laughs> all right, that's the, the end of this fucking episode. John, promote what you want to promote, and then how about I'll you all come stuff. to my house and give me fucking money, you dumb bitches? My album go. comes out August thirty first. It is on Spotify and Apple Music with some preview tracks. Please go listen and enjoy, and also take off your shirt, take off your pants, show me your butt. There you go. August thirty first. John has a new album out. Um, also get- September fifth, I am launching my new Twitch stream, Untitled Twitch stream. That's twitch.tv backslash Untitled Twitch stream. Go and follow it there. It is two to four Pacific time, and Sunday through Thursday. It will also soon be a podcast. If you want to hear me still say really crazy shit, but not about wrestling, come is still discussed. Yolo. So it's uh, at Dylan God on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. If you want to see some dumb dumbs at Wrestler Review. Twitter, Instagram. We have a TikTok now because fuck who cares about live. Patreon.com backslash wrestler review. Redbubble.com backslash people backslash wrestler review. That's the end of this show. I'm going to go away now. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Shit, shit, shit.